Welcome to the Twistcast, the official podcast of the Twisted Kate. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm a more awake Jesse. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Last week, Jesse was not with us. Uh, He was with us in spirit, but, you know. I was physically here, but my mind was also. Physically is even questionable. Yeah. Yeah. It happens to all of us, but hey, you know what? We're here this week. We're ready to go. And we got a ton of shit to talk about. Yes. Um. One word, San Diego Comic Con. That's like that's, four that's words. Like, yeah. Oh, but you say it like it's one word. No. Mm. I mean, if you're not good at English, maybe it's like mush mouth. Yeah, I mean, you have to say it. <laughs> San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, you have to say it way faster. Uh, I can't do that. Nah, I'm not gonna try. Okay. Either way, one word, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, we got a lot to talk about from that, and of course, we're here. And we're going to make it interesting for you. Are we? No. We're going to try. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's Maximum get started. Maximum effort. Maximum effort. Okay. Wow, that was good. I didn't even, that wasn't even planned. <laughs> As always, let's get started with the news. Well, this news will be very different. And by very different, I only mean kind of different because I'm just going to rope in a whole bunch of San Diego Comic Con just right into this thing. All right. So uh, let's start with some comic book news. Um, the Action Comics... The, the book, Action Comics, which features Superman. Action. Action. Receives a Guinness World Record. Gissin. Uh, Guinness World Record. Can receive the Gissin Book of Records. Yes. For the I'm longest. The sweetest plumber. For the longest running comic every book. culture. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just keep listening, y'all. This is going to get bad. We'll eventually insult your culture. Remember at how point. before the <laughs> podcast. Tape, we will insult your culture. <laughs> Remember how before the podcast, I said this was going to go off the rails fast. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I think it's about on pace. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, it's probably a record for us. Let's be no, okay. I think it's about on pace. Okay. I think we got off track on the intro once. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Guinness you're right. Bo- Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. For the longest running comic book. It just released its 1,001st issue two weeks ago. Oh. I believe. So wait, wow. was there another comic that was at 1,000 already that it you dethroned? Know, I don't know. I don't think so. So then who was the record holder before? And I mean, what was that number? It was number? probably Action Comics, but they made a big deal about it because yeah. it crossed 1,000. Yeah, it was 1,000. Which is one. unreal, which is amazing. I think Batman... Uh, Detective Comics will do it sometime next year. And like everything in life, it will be a bigger deal because it's Batman. Yeah. Of course. Uh, speaking of Batman, that's how you pivot, kids. It's a smooth-ass transition right there. Uh, there will be a Batman-Joker team-up title coming in the next year. Ooh. Which is interesting to me um, because like, those are two very diametrically opposed characters. And as a team-up, I'm, I'm just... I'm curious how the hell that's going to work. Lift that no-killing rule. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Maiming, though. (laughs) Horribly, like, disfigurement. Horribly maiming, like Batman Returns maiming. So I just recently played through the second season of the Telltale Batman game. Yeah, that's actually a major plot point in the in that season, is that you're teaming up with the Joker, Mm. like the majority of it. Wow, okay. Yeah. I wonder who wrote that. It's a good question. I'll we'll have to, the, I have to look that up. We'll yeah. double check that at some point. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, they are revisiting with Scott Snyder 
the Batman Who Laughs and giving it a six-issue miniseries. Hell yeah. Ooh. I believe it was. Uh, oh, man, dude. I can only imagine um, an animated movie with the Batman Who Laughs and those those Robin, like all those oh Robins. Oh, yeah. So that is the thing that I kind of want them to adapt. I think we talked about it when we talked about metal. Like, I want to see that adapted. Yeah. Badly. That'd be and, cool. like, keep it close to the source material because that shit is bat crap crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to insert that pun there but bat crap i'll I'll take it anyway um the aquaman ongoing gets a new creative team uh with kelly sue deconic and rob roca uh, kelly sue deconic is is notable because she actually did an amazing job bringing captain marvel in in marvel back to the forefront okay. she did, did an excellent job uh, if you haven't read that run please read it um so i'm curious to see what she does with aquaman uh, a new Shazam series will be coming this fall. Shazam. Shazam. Oh, God, I want to say And the it, Shazam but... kids. <laughs> What's your name, guy? I am Shazam. Like, just make it as, <laughs> like, because I don't, I don't know that you can really say that. You can say Shazam in a big manly way, even though he does. But, like, I feel like it's got to be a little kid's voice. Yeah. Just at all points in time. I mean, every time he says it, I want him to say Kazam, and I want Shaq to show up. I just want him to turn to Shaq. That? And then have it have someone wish it to rain cheeseburgers. <laughs> so Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get about this cheeseburger thing. Um, I mean, what if? Do they? Can I get a sugar cookie? <laughs> just one. Just, just one, one sugar, sugar cookie? cookie. Just one giant sugar cookie. Falls. Damn it! Not can I have two? No, Damn one. It. Just one. Really like Everybody gets one. That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me dive back in here. Uh, there is a so dating back to um, the end of New Fifty Two and Dark Side War. Uh, Batman sits in the Anti Monitor's chair and mm-hmm. asks the the identity of the Joker, mm-hmm. and it tells him that there are three Jokers, which he's like, "That's not that's not possible," but it makes a little bit of sense because. Joker's personality is wildly different, obviously, depending on who's writing him. Sometimes he's murderous. Sometimes he's calculated. Sometimes he's just fucking nuts. He's just in it for the chaos. Yeah. Um, so fast forward to now, DC is uh, launching a black label uh, in continuity, and they're, they're doing it with a title called Three Jokers, which should be really interesting. I'm curious to see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah, I saw that cover. Um Nuts. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Absolutely nuts. Uh, the Mr. Miracle artist is joining the Heroes in Crisis event. Mr. Mime. I, swear I, was about, I thought you were about to say that. No. <laughs> Why would I ever talk about Mr. Mime here? Like, I, uh, mentally, I knew you were going to say Mr. Miracle, but like I just kept hearing Mr. Mime. Yeah. There yeah. you go. And I did that to you. <sighs> you guys. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Old Man Logan is ending in October with regular Wolverine's return being imminent. There are like there are like six titles going on right now for like hunting down Wolverine and <laughs> figure out it, it, like it's it's crazy. It's like a really big event right now. I like how they say regular Wolverine and not basic. No, oh, because he's not basic. Plus, he's getting that that power. Just imagine upgrade. Wolverine with like a little tiny little Chihuahua dog or something with this yeah. spice latte. Yeah, Valley accent, Valley girl accent. <laughs> but but full facial hair. exactly like full like, facial same, hair same appearance and everything angry yeah just the 
basic bitch Wolverine. Can I get that as an action figure, please? <laughs> basic bitch Wolverine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and finally, in comics, uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man is getting a new creative team. Uh, I didn't happen to catch any names or anything coming out of that, but they did announce that. So we're going to dive into some DC cinematic universe and television. Uh, first. Am I going to be happy? Um, some stuff, yes, I suppose. Okay. Am I going to be? Am I going to be leaving this little segment more confused than when I went in? Uh, when don't you? Okay. So oh. status quo, at least. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like National Treasure at the end. Status quo. <laughs> status quo. Man, I just can't get a Nick T- Nick Cage T shirt. That just, just says status quo on it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All go the ahead. time. All right. So first. Um, we've we've been accustomed to calling the uh, cinematic universe uh, D- the DC extended universe. Yes, they've officially named it, and they're calling it Worlds of DC. What? Oh yeah, yeah. So I saw that. so I think I think that's actually kind of an interesting development because now it gives you license to play in individualized character worlds and not necessarily have to connect them. Okay. Isn't that what I was saying they were trying to do? Yes, but like... In the cinematic universe? I said they were trying to separate everybody? But it's a mistake. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That's that's a bad idea. I mean, it's, it's cool in that it allows you to tell certain stories by themselves, but characters that should be interconnected, like the draw of going to these movies is seeing these characters connected, mm-hmm. not like... yeah. I don't watch an Aquaman movie and then never see Aquaman team up with Wonder Woman ever again. Like that's right. that's a problem to me. Yeah, they complement each other. Yeah. So ugh, we'll see. Uh, there is a Stargirl series coming to the DCU streaming service. Yes, yeah, all that, which is interesting. Uh, I don't know if it will be live action or animated. Uh, I'm okay with anim- animated. I th- I think I saw it was live action. That could work. I think I saw like. I think I saw a screenshot, if I'm not mistaken. You, I mean, you gotta get the tone right. Like you can't, you can't fuck up the tone. Stargirl, Star, in no world should Star Star Stargirl be like gritty and angry and yeah, the, dark and moody. Yeah. I don't need BVS of Stargirl. Like <laughs> if you if you ever see Stargirl, like you're not thinking she's mad all right. the time. Yeah, uh, her outfit looked like it was from the fifties. Okay. Like it or, could be period related. Like uh, not oh, 50s. that was a poor was choice a, of words. Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not fifties. World War Two. It looked like that period. Yeah, that's where it should be. Yeah, that uh, should have said period piece. Ugh, <laughs> that's terrible. I'm sorry, guys. Ugh, that's terrible. At least it wasn't during you know during the fifties during communism. Then it would have been a red period piece. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. That's. That's spot on. So see what I did there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Zazzy Beats is in talks to join the Joaquin Phoenix Beats. Joker movie, mm-hmm. uh, moving her from Deadpool two as Domino to the Joker movie as I don't know, because they haven't really released. We the whole lot Mark Maron actually joined the cast as well. Yes, that was that was another casting as well as one Robert De Niro. Yes, which. Is wild to me, but I'm not surprised because, uh, you know, 
people are getting attached to these things now. Didn't I? Didn't I say like a few weeks ago when I heard about the? Look, you're not a goddamn seer. I don't care. You're not a seer. Hey, calm down. All I'm saying is, I called that a, a few weeks ago. I when I heard the director and I heard Whackin Phoenix is going to be in the movie. That, that it was going to be a really noir kind of like classic gangster kind of movie. And if you look at all the people that have been cast in it, what the fuck do they look like? Classic 50s gangsters. Are you saying that because they're old? Mm. Mm. You ageist motherfucker. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be interesting, end of the day. Um, So there will be three new DC animated titles coming up in the next year. Uh, Here's where I think you guys are going to get a little excited. Okay. Pants are unzipped. Go ahead. uh Uh-huh. Justice League versus the Fatal Five. A new Wonder Woman. Batman Hush. I oh saw my. Hush. Yes, I, saw I did see that. Stop. My penis can only get so erect. I so. still would love to see that as like an actual live action, but I, you know, I'll look. You take. It. I'll, I'll take it. You take it. Yep. I'm. I'm just hoping it's. It's like, like straight from the comics. Like, it better be. You know what? I hope they don't do. And this is a just totally personal, um, personal taste rather. Um, so I just recently watched. Um, Throne of Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, a, I, I thought it was written poorly. And B, I thought the animation, I didn't like that style. It's very like um, anime. Yeah. You know? I do not like that at all. All the characters almost look the same. Uh, and that's a problem. Except for like their, their costumes. Uh, they uniforms, Sam. They're uniforms. Okay. They're Thank uniforms. You. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I was talking about everybody in general, yeah, like okay. everybody in the movie. Uh, so I really hope they take uh, a different approach to the animation style and don't go that anime route with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't. I don't I, know. I feel like it's just such a, a cheap and easy like way to go. You know, and it depends on the audience you're trying to get in. But I mean, that story's so good. Like, use just. Because the art, okay, in the the Hush graphic novel specifically, uh-huh. the art in that is one of my favorites. Uh huh. It's fantastic. So, uh, it's it's really going to detract from the the draw of that story in general for me if they really like put kinks in the art. So if you're if you're making it, what art style do you go with? Like compare it to another DC animated movie. Like what art style are you, are you using? I mean. Definitely Batman Ninja. Oh, get the fuck out of here. He's <laughs> furious right now. <laughs> the, the rage that popped in his eyes right there really quickly. Oh my uh, god, that was awful. I mean, if I if I had my druthers, Mask of the Phantom. Phantasm? Phantasm. Yeah, so, okay, so you want like the like the Bruce Timm style like uh, animated series. That would be cool. Or, or I would go with um, Red Hood. Yeah. Okay. That I like. That I like a lot. I would go with Red Hood. Okay. Yeah. That that was awesome. That would be a real. I don't. I don't. I actually think that Red Hood would be a better animation style for this story. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it would be. It would be spot on. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what they use. I mean, they they have the license to do whatever they want. Um. Obviously, it's their pro. It's their property, but. That that would probably look the best. So, um, okay. Uh, so moving in a little bit into some TV stuff, 
Uh, Martian Manhunter will apparently be more proactive in the next season of Supergirl. Uh, I've always said that he's probably the best part of that show, which is like kind of sad, right? Because um, <laughs> it's called Supergirl. But ever since he showed up, while the show is still on CBS, um, like the actor, like the the CGI, even though it's it's not great, it's TV CGI, but it looks good, and his story is always compelling. Whatever they, however they choose to write him throughout the course of the season, is always um, interesting fun to watch to watch so awesome uh, that's exciting uh gotham uh the sons of batman style gang will join gotham next season and that final uh year one adaptation zero year i'm sorry zero year adaptation and uh in line with that the riddler will be now heavily tattooed um to fall in line with with that because he you know he's tatted up and in zero year, so that should be interesting too. Hmm, okay. Uh, <laughs> interesting here. The Aquaman director James is it James Wan. 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 I think it's Wan. I, I think you're right. You know what? I heard Wan the other day on the radio. Wan. I gotta just been. I I, I being... I've always said Wan, but I heard Wan on the radio the other day. So I'm gonna go with Wan. Okay. Right, it just feels right. Uh, he requested that Justice League intent the Justice League movie intentionally avoid Atlantis so he could properly introduce it. Hmm. Uh, I can the, appreciate it, that though. Yeah, in the Aquaman movie. And I thought the same thing. I thought that's that's the right way to go about it. It's like we've seen Gotham, we've seen Metropolis, and all these movies before. So it's like this is the first time we're really seeing Atlantis. So give it a proper introduction. Don't just kind of make it a side thing. Yeah, I feel like Marvel really lucked out by not introducing like space really with uh like the avengers and everything like guardians of the galaxy and uh because i think they kind of did a poor representation with thor i think they really brought it together with guardians of the galaxy like you know james gunn was able to develop that universe before they oh uh, we'll get to him yeah okay yeah so hang I, on hang on for that we'll... i i feel like that was this is one of the best things that DC has done for themselves yes. by not introducing Atlantis. Yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right. There's like a brief moment, but it's not like you don't get the full splendor of Atlantis, which we right. get in the trailer, which again, we'll, we'll hop into in a little bit. Um, the Deathstroke movie is still on track, according to the film's titular star, Joe Man- Man- Mangianello. Mangianello. Really? I have not heard a single thing about it. Since. Yeah. So like it just, it's just a blurb that popped up and I was like, how is this the one Batman movie that's actually stayed on track? Batman esque movie. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, see Deathstroke, Deathstroke span, he like runs the gamut. He kind of runs across everybody. Yeah. But I think he's, he's mainly a Batman or Teen Titans villain. Yeah, but he was like his movie was announced when they were planning all of like these Batman spin-offs and stuff. And yeah. it, his is the only one that's like moved Still. through unscathed. Yeah. Um speaking of Batman again, uh the Batman the animated series, what I personally consider one of the best comic uh com- well, not comics, cartoons of all time. Um gets a Blu-ray release full full series. Saw it. October 16th. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a little confusing because it's going to be on the streaming service. So... And this is really a collector's thing. Okay. Yeah. I, did, I didn't see... I know there was like additional stuff, but I don't remember what was in it. Yeah. I mean, personally, uh, for things that I really, really enjoy, I will go out of my way to 
get a physical copy of it um, as opposed to just streaming it. Because, I mean, I think as everyone's seeing as years go by with all these streaming services, uh, things come and go. And sometimes things don't come back. So... Which would be a true shame because, like, it's part of your... It's like one of the biggest draws of your library here. Right. Like, that... That and the Superman animated series, they should just stay up there. Right. There's no reason for you to take them down. No. In my opinion. <laughs> Who am I? What do I know about the comic books and what fans like? I don't know. So, <laughs> certainly not enough to be talking on a podcast about it. Nope. Absolutely not. So, uh, you knew it was coming. DC fucks up again! All right. So, we got a few things here. They always do it to us. <laughs> always do it to us. So And another one. Yeah. And another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking DJ Khaled out here. Uh, so the Batman will reportedly feature Two-Face, which now Ben Affleck is reportedly still attached to. Yeah. Okay. So I saw that. So you're going to replace you Ben Affleck with someone younger, but now Ben Affleck is still going to be in this? And is he, what? Is he writing it? Is he in it? Is he producing it? But you don't want him on it? What are you doing, WB? Jesus like, it Christ. It makes no sense. No fucking sense. Like, uh, who does this? You're, well, you're torturing fans like, with all this stuff. You know how Marvel Kevin wants Iron Man to, to be like James Bond? Yeah. Maybe Batman is their James Bond. <sighs> See, I, I would be okay with that if they hadn't already ruined everything. so uh all right so moving on to the next thing they they just blew us all over so justice league obviously it was supposed to be two parts yes when they when they initially started it and it was supposed to feature the anti-life equation which of course leads to dark side Mm -hmm. which is now scrapped because they can't get their shit together they pissed off fans, and they make money, and they're just ruining everything for everybody. Because I was actually now curious to see how that would have worked. Like there, there, like I rewatched Justice League recently, and there are portions of it that would make more sense if you in like introduced Darkseid properly, and they didn't. And so now we're just kind of stuck holding this bag of Justice League disappointment, and we may never get another Justice League. Because they're doing standalone movies. Can we start that? The bag of Justice League disappointment? Yeah, do it. No, let's start the bag of DC disappointment. Yes, just throw it all in the bag. This is all going in the bag right here. Seinfeld's got their vault. We got the bag of disappointments. (laughs) Uh, The Nightwing movie is now stuck in development and may take another three to five years to get back on track. Did did you hear this other thing? Okay. I don't know if maybe it's in your news coming up, but Zack Snyder confirmed or at least suggested that the bat suit of the, of the Robin suit. Yes. Of the Robin in BVS was supposed to be for Dick Grayson. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I'm like, but But wait, you're doing a Nightwing Nightwing movie. Yeah. But what? Yeah. Again, (laughs) no, uh, no fucking sense. None. And, uh, finally, uh, WB is shelving, the Legion of Doom plans, which was alluded to at the end of yeah. Justice League, which is also disappointing because I kind of want to see where that went. I feel like that might have had some potential. Yeah, like you, you are you already have you already have some villains, right? You, you had a Deathstroke, you had um, a L- Luther who actually at 
that at, little snippet that point, seemed like cool. he might have been okay at that yeah. point. They might have fixed him. I mean, you have villains from some of the villains from uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, you could you could incorporate some of those, uh, and then whatever villains are coming up, like Aquaman, Wonder Woman. You got Cheetah in there. Yeah, and... provided that you don't kill them off. Yeah, lazy writing. Uh, yeah, I have just, nothing to say. Just <sighs> disappointment. Disappointment. Throw it in the All bag. Around. Throw it in the bag. Throw it in the bag. We're not angry, DC. We're just disappointed. <laughs> Which is uh, the same for Sony, you motherfuckers. However, going back to a point that Jesse brought up last week or two weeks ago. Uh, last podcast. Yes. Um, so you brought up the point that there is going to be the spider on Venom. Yes. Even though he was not attached, the symbiote was not attached to Spider-Man yet. Yes. However, in the trailer, um, there is no spider. I did notice that. But there, I, I I watched a couple of interviews with Tom Hardy and the and the director, and they said that there will be no spider. However, they realize that there is a very graphic, like a visual element to Venom that's very appealing, and part of that is the spider, which. They know that they cannot do because it wouldn't make sense. They admitted that. Okay. Yeah. Um, however, it's jumping ahead right now. I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, and that's why they said that they made white veins all throughout Venom. Okay. Sylvani. Yeah. <laughs> give him. Give him the bat. Give him the bat wing. Oh, that's terrible. So anyway, they just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. Uh. So now we're going to jump into MCU and their TV. So <clears throat> going to lead off with the big news uh, that broke literally the day after we recorded the podcast, which was which would technically would have been our normal podcast day, and it probably would have swallowed the entire podcast. So I'm kind of happy that it worked out the way that it did. Right? Yeah. Um, so James Gunn was removed from Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yes. Um, and this the story is so wild like i almost it's almost hard for me to believe that it went down the way that it did i mean you know yeah okay so uh, like early on in twitter james gunn opted to make some questionable bad jokes they're yeah. bad like very like, very much like a pedophile yeah i yeah. mean there, there were like pedophile jokes and rape jokes just inappropriate not cool um, around the time that he got hired for, for the first Guardians. Which was years later. Yeah, years later. Multiple years later. Like almost a decade later. Yeah. He he come he came out and was like, Look, I made some poor jokes in poor taste. Um, they do not reflect who I am now. I take responsibility for them because that's the person that I am. Um, but understand that that's not me. Fast forward to now. So obviously I hate getting in to politics on this kind of thing uh, on our podcast, but it, it relates to the story, so unfortunately I have to. So he is a an avid detractor of our current president. I know there are plenty of people in Hollywood that are. Right. He constantly speaks out about it, calls him on the carpet, whatever. His supporters went back, found these tweets, and then brought it, them to Trump. Disney. Trump supporters. Yes. 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 Went back. I refuse to say his name because mm-hmm. you know whatever, whatever. That's, that's my thing. It's my thing. Cool. Um, uh, so they they went back, found these tweets, brought them back up to Disney. Disney in our current climate was like, we can't do this, so they clipped them. Right. Okay. So right when this happened, you know, all of us, all of us here, we are 
texting back and forth all about it. Um, now, regardless of the tweets uh, and whatever poor taste they may have been in, and they were in poor taste. Oh, absolutely. Um, they're, they're not good. They were in the public uh, or part of the public, and that is something that Disney should have accounted for and should have vetted him before bringing him on to helm an entire franchise underneath their company. Now, uh, here's the thing. I think I think they knew about it because he, oh, he publicly said something before he started doing Guardians. They, they can't fire... So, essentially, they, they fired him because of... Because pub- it became public. Because of public yeah. pressure. And that is in no way a way to run a business because what does that show about your values that you cave to public pressure what does that what does that say that you're just going to bend to the to the will of the people every time they have they throw a hissy fit like come on they this guy gave us two of the best and probably most fun marvel movies Mm. and it, it also um you know, I I think the message in the Guardians movies are are pretty like, you know, high moral ground. Yeah, I would agree you know? with that. And I I I really enjoy that. So, different person than he was a decade ago. Yeah, and and I think I think all of us can say that. If you look at who I was ten years ago, it's not the man that I am now. Especially a decade Which ago. Which isn't saying much. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. But I yeah. mean, you look at. at Honestly, if you were to look at social media 10 years ago and see the shit that people were saying, at that time, people were starting to realize that the shit they say actually affects not only, like, the people around them, but hundreds of thousands of people that can see what they're saying. Yeah. And they started to become more conscious about what they put out there for everybody to see and what their thoughts are on things about life in general. You know? It's like... I, you just have no idea how how your words can affect so many people until social media, really, because no one had that platform before. And it's a stream of consciousness type of thing. So it's like you have, you know, it, it's it's in your hand. You, you just you just do it. You don't think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially then you, then you didn't think about it. Yeah, like it, like, and then come back to it later. You're just like, oh god, that's. That's not a representation of who I actually am. And like I said in the beginning, not saying that what he wrote was right and yeah. or or I I support or we support what he said. Not at all. Just saying shit happens and especially back then when you're not thinking that you're affecting so many people like you do. Yeah. I can see how that would happen. So there there was a lot of fallout from this, like a, like yep. a ton. So first of all, we almost started a petition because uh, we wanted to get the ball rolling as soon as it happened, but we were like, let's look at the tweets, and then we saw the tweets, and we were just like, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but his brother penned a very lovely essay about who his brother is and the strides that he's made and how he thought he needed to be edgy in order to tell stories, but then realized through Guardians that he didn't. Um and then, you know, people started the petition. The petition got huge. I'm talking like hundreds of thousands of signatures. I signed it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so as a result of that, Disney met with James Gunn uh, in hopes of, you know, in, in hopes of working things out and reinstating because they had actually intended for him to helm their cosmic universe. Like they were going to, like, after this third Guardians, blow this thing out, expand it, go crazy, and have him be... Like basically Marvel Kevin Light. Wow. 
and clearly that's what not. so they they met with him about reinstatement and it just seems like it's really unlikely at this point um and now I'm, i mean the entire guardians cast yeah the entire I mean, entire guardians cast i think i'm going to tweet that out later uh in case you haven't seen it um you know they talked about how they they, they penned another lovely letter yeah in support of james and the, and the man that he is and the director they're very tight you can tell on screen, they're very t- like a tight knit group, but uh, after reading this, you know how close they are. And like, the, and uh, one of the people freaking out is Dave Bautista, who plays Drax. Mm-hmm. Not happy. No, not happy. Mm-mm. So yeah, it's a bad situation. It was. It, it's it's odd. You really have to know where you stand morally on a lot of issues and uh, to be able to figure out where you stand, you know, on the side of James Gunn and letting him come back or saying, no, um, what he did a decade ago was absolutely terrible and you can never come back from that. So it's tough. So it's weird because I know it's kind of off topic. Like, so Disney's owned by ABC. It, well, no, Disney owns ABC. Yes. And they had a similar situation a little while back with Roseanne. Yes. They clipped her. Mm-hmm. They but did it quickly. The big difference, though, is that yes. Gunn's tweets were in the past. Roseanne was like last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I. Th- however, I think they looked at it like, okay, we have a little bit of a precedent here. What does it look like? It, like, no matter what, you have to be responsible on social media, just in general with people. Just be respectful, whatever. But <laughs> it's just like I think they they figured we have pre- we've established a precedent. We have to stick to that. Otherwise, it looks like we're being politically playing favorites. Yeah, Yeah. right. And you can't, you can't do that as as a company. And just to finish this off, Roseanne was hateful. James Gunn was sick, distasteful, distasteful. Yeah, yeah. It can be taken as a joke, but it was distasteful. Yeah, it was bad joke. She was racist. Yeah, (laughs) and and as far as I'm concerned, there's no excuse for racism. No. (laughs) So anyway, all right. uh, So next, Iron Fist season two comes on. September 7th. I'm actually kind of excited for this. Wait, what was that date? September 7th. God damn it. Spider-Man Day? That's the same exact day as Spider-Man. Spider-Man Day. (laughs) Look, God damn it. Don't even worry about it. I can't play that shit anyway. So you can handle watching Iron Man. I am going to be like, I might even take the day off, to be honest. I might just Spider-Man Day. I don't know why you haven't already (laughs) taken the day off. I have the time. Spider-Man Day. Spider-Man Day. Um... It's Spider-Man so, Day. It is. Why would they do that? Look, can't you switch back and forth between the two? The uh, Iron, no. Iron Fist has to detract from everybody and just especially Spider-Man. Look, Danny, this is why no one likes you. With a hyphen. <laughs> I actually think it'll be better. It should be better. It'd just be, given his one appearance in Luke Cage. Yeah, I think that'll be, I think that'll be awesome. Um, and it will include one Misty Knight. Which is exciting. Good. I, I think Simone she, Missick. I think yeah, I love her, and I think she's actually gonna be filling the Claire Temple role. Okay. Moving forward, um, since Rosario Dawson is probably done with Marvel, um, which also still super unsatisfying all this time later. Yeah. Um, whatever. <sighs> There's that sound just again. Did it again? <laughs> just did it again. I wish I could just do it on command. What? <clears throat> just breathing. God. What is that? I don't know. Because you never did it before. I don't know. I have no idea. 
This creeped me out. Are these your old man sounds? Apparently, my body's just falling apart in front of me. <laughs> I can't even. I can't. It's like the only thing I can compare it to is it's like a part. It's a noise that Goofy would make. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even understand that shit. It's a sound effect that someone concocts. Yeah. Well, and the, you just do it. Oh, this is gonna end up all over the podcast. Again. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Uh, and we'll also feature Typhoid Mary, played by Alice Eve. Um, should be interesting. I'm curious about how that goes. Uh, also, Iron Fist will be donning his classic yellow mask in season two, which excites me. That would be cool if they had the white eyes on the mask. I thought, didn't they? And they used it like, um, like... And they used it like um, like a HUD, you know? Oh. That would be cool because he owns Rand Industries. You think they can't come up with something like that? I mean, they already came with Bionic they gave Arm. Bionic Arm to the Misty. I think they can do it. I think so, too. Um, Cloak and Dagger, really good. You should probably watch it. Just wrapped up. Uh, got renewed for season two. Fresh out of San Diego. Com- San Diego? It's it's one word, San Diego Comic Con. San San Diego. San Diego. It's Spanish for a whale's vagina. I will smack Was the shit correct? out of you. Is that correct? No. Not even close. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it got renewed for season two. I, I just lost my spot. Just started thinking about whales vaginas. Whales vaginas, <laughs> and it's just weird. Uh, fucking Anchorman. Uh, <laughs> so, Enter the Spider Verse, which comes out later this year, confirms. That it will feature Nick Cage yeah. uh, as Spider-Man Noir, as well as Kimiko Glenn as Penny Parker, and John Mulaney as <laughs> the Spectacular Spider-Ham. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Well, that totally makes sense. That makes his, me so happy. His voice. Is, <laughs> yeah, that'll work. I love Spider-Ham. I, I like John Mulaney, so I think it's going to be just a marriage just made in heaven. I'm excited for it. Um, I, I still am not on board for for jake johnson being peter parker he just uh, i in the trailer like i i know him just as uh as well as many people do from new girl yeah um that show fell off holy shit yeah it fell off but you know he he has his voice yeah it's his voice and i really like his voice but it doesn't sound scream spider-man doesn't scream spider-man and you know when i heard his casting i'm like okay and i waited for the trailer Trailer came out, and I just can't do it. It just doesn't sound right. Yeah, see, I thought that... All right, this is way off topic. I thought that about using Seth Green as Leonardo in the last iteration of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. uh, animated series, but it actually worked after time. It was like, it went from Jason Biggs being Leonardo to Seth Green, and their voices are wildly different. Right. But... Me. So, uh, yeah, all right. You, you never know. You never yeah. know. I mean, just going off the trailer, I don't like it, but let's see. You're going to watch it anyway because we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Let's so, see it on Christmas. You have no choice. Uh, Ironheart is rumored to replace Iron Man in the MCU, which is okay. interesting um, because I we initially thought they were going to do like a James Bond type thing um, for, for Iron Man, but I assume they're going to kill him off in Avengers 4, which still doesn't have a fucking title. San Diego Comic-Con came and went. And you can give me a fucking title for Avengers 4 yet? What's going on here? Movie's, movie just released digital. It will be physical in like a week and a half at this point. I still don't have a title? Can't give, you can't hook a brother up with a title? I mean, what's coming up that they could give us a title? 
New York Comic Con. Although they don't really make no, big announcements no, at that no one. one. They don't really... Like, San Diego Comic-Con is the is one... the big one. Well, they yeah. had the Philly Comic-Con. Uh, that, Didn't that, that already happen? Yes, that already happened. It won't happen again until after Avengers 4 is coming out. That's right. We sus. That's, like, that's pissing me off. So, in addition to that, they say that Avengers, uh, the Russo brothers said Avengers 4 will be the best Marvel film they've made yet. And I, I could actually argue something. they've made three... Three of the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movies to date. So if this one will be the best that they've made, that That's, sets a bar incredibly yeah. high. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't go by that. Like I, I can't. I mean, it. You can't be. You can't be objective at that point. There. It's more likely that it's just hype at this point. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. But I don't know. Seeing what they did with Infinity War, I'm I'm hopeful. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. You don't have a choice. We're gonna love it. Oh, I know I'm going to love it, but to say it's going to be the best one so far. Best one that they've made. That they've made. Yeah. yeah. Not best one ever. I, well, the ones that they've made have the, included like my saying, favorites. Like, yeah. so. they've, the they've, ones made they've made some are, of the best they ones. They have like three of the top five. Uh, did they make three of our top five? I don't remember. Uh, uh, our list, probably. But, yeah. Probably. Uh, so in a weird turn, Joss Whedon talking about you know his history with the Avengers in that tag at the end. Of the first Avengers movie where you see Thanos, mm-hmm. uh, Joss Whedon reveals that he did not know what to do with Thanos. He said he's happy that he didn't work on it because he had no no plans, no direction, no clue, which is sadly becoming a, a trend with this dude. Yeah, like Batgirl. Yeah. He uh, didn't know what I to do with. I didn't know what I was doing, so I'm happy I backed out. Yeah. Like, what? Why'd you sign on to begin with that? Yeah. I would love to have that leeway in the industry. Like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do this shit. He probably just agrees to this shit, like, drunk. Yeah. Like, out with the people. Like, so yeah, man, I'll do back, girl. Fuck. Fuck it. It's fine. She gets paralyzed by a scarecrow. Yeah, I'll do that shit. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it and I'll make money. It'll be sick. Or a clown. I could do it either way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a couple of things from Sony. which <laughs> Fucking head-scratching as shit. All right, so the movie Silver and Black, mm-hmm. the Silver Sable and Black Cat movie, is stuck in development, yet a Craven the Hunter movie is now in development, and neither of these will re- will really feature Spider-Man, so I'm just... Man, they're really banking on the characters to be have strong stories like, and like, for people that care about them yeah so I have friends who who are kind of out on comic book movies because I feel like there's an oversaturation I feel like Sony is just grasping at straws at this point they are they totally are just sell it back just sell it back you see the thing is they're losing so much money on production you know that they're not going to get back yeah you know that you know that like Venom maybe but Venom after, beyond that yeah I Venom is their only chance at, yeah. at making some money. Wait, only only they, chance. Only if they put googly eyes on them. <laughs> if you haven't seen that meme, it is brilliant. I just want someone to make a Christopher Walken uh, Venom googly eyes. Just do it. Just do it yourself. I should. I remember showing you guys the little gif of that after like Infinity War, and you guys were just like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah all right it's just delightful uh and in the no-brainer of the day the deal is official 
Yeah. Fox and Disney sh- shareholders had to vote on approving the merger. And for me, like, I don't even understand why that was, why it was like a question, why you had to vote. It's a formality. It's, it is a formality, but it's just like, uh, is anybody here going to vote no? Uh, to, are you going to vote no to a shitload more money? No, no. So, so it's like funny because Sony, they're going to get a fuck ton of money and Disney's going to make a fuck ton Fox. of money. Huh? Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> I want Sony to sell it. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so Fox is going to make a fuck ton of money. And it's like, it's weird. So the weird thing coming out of that is that technically now Disney will be broadcasting DC properties because Gotham is on Fox. Did they buy the TV rights yes. as well? Yes. Yes. Hmm. They have to spin off the sports. But right, ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll give them a, a, technically a monopoly, um, despite the fact that there are multiple other sports, whatever. Um, but, like, Gotham still airs for another season. Like, yes, it'll be approved, but when it when it airs, like, Gotham But I feel will, like that's only one season, though. And it's the final season. Exactly. I get it. Thank God. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah, that, sh- yeah. that show needed, needed to end. It needed to end after like halfway through season two. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I still watch it because it's just it's just mind numbing. I still will go back stupid. and catch up with it at some point, but yeah. it um, just it pains me every time I watch it. it. It makes me mad because it's it's trying to be dramatic, but it it's it's just so far from me wanting to care about it. Yeah, it really is. So so it really tries to pull you in, and it does. At and times. then you and then you're like. But why? Why am I doing this to it's myself? It's so ridiculous. It's yeah. so, so far well, off the source that's, material. That's part of the fun, though. Because it's... To an extent. It's so ridiculous. It's like a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> except not real. Right. <laughs> right. But it's it's that it's so like a reality show. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, another head scratcher here from Fox. I saw they may scrap Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. Wait, those movies are they like had a trailer. Done. I know, I know. So I saw that like a report saying, "Hey, we may scrap them all together," and then I saw a report from IMAX saying that it has them listed for a 2019 release. So the messaging, dude, th- like it dude. is, it is a clusterfuck and a half right now. I can't imagine. Like it is one thing to to be like in production of a movie and be filming scenes and like doing all this stuff, but to actually have a trailer out and be like, what was it the like mo- four or five months away from releasing? The movie, yeah, the movie, they were both like uh, I think Dark Phoenix was actually no New Mutants was supposed to already be out. Yes, right, New Dark Phoenix was yeah. in April. Out we in like got a couple. trailer in February. Yeah, and then they pushed it. Yeah, they pushed it hard. Yeah, like a year, full year. I'm just saying. I've been calling it the entire time. After this Avengers, X Men are going to be introduced. Mutants are going to be introduced, and that's why they're scrapping all of this shit. So, I I honestly don't know. Like, I feel like you just put the movies out because I think they're already they're basically shot. They were just basically doing reshoots. Yeah, like, you have you the have the out. movies already at this point. Put the movie out. You're gonna make money. some money back at least. Yeah. And and it's all it's all in Disney now at this point. Just release the movie. Just makes a make a Fox Dark label like uh, DC's doing, and uh, you know, <laughs> no, because that's going to give them the idea that they can actually go and do more movies, and we don't want that. Nah, yeah. That's true. 
So, I mean... Well, f- yeah. They don't own the rights to it anyway, so... And I, I imagine they're going to wind up recasting, like, all these roles, which is a shame because some of the actors I kind of like. Right. So, I don't know. Although, I all mean, right. there was Hugh Jackman who was saying that he would come back for Wolverine only if he could work with the Avengers. So, this opens that opportunity now. Yeah, but then uh, he's kind of wishy-washy because yeah. I'm also be like, no, I'm done. I'm done, done. They, they left him at a good spot. Appar- yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> oh, they did leave him in a good spot. Apparently, Mark um, next. at the end of, um, <laughs> they screened Deadpool 2 at the Comic-Con with um, like an extended version of it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, it teased a release of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine being in the Avengers universe, that in the MCU. Cool. That'd be super cool. That like it happened. They they did it. Huh. So I wonder what's going to come of that. That would be cool. Um I don't know. I, I mean I, my hope is that like post credit scene you just like get something. Fantastic four, uh fucking and anything, anything. I, I think like the best if they if they are gonna start merging these after like Avengers Four, I think the best post credit scene for Avengers Four would be something where like the camera pans and you see like Xavier's wheelchair or something like that. Yeah. Like, that would be like the best thing. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be super cool. I would, I would probably literally just be like, I, I don't even know. So, you know, I, yeah, that's it. I'm going to put up a poll on, uh, on our Facebook page about like what properties you want to see directly. Like the first thing you want to see as fruition of this deal. Like, do you want to see an X-Men movie? Do you want to see Avengers vs. X-Men movie? Do you want a proper fantastic four? You know, something Ooh, with Galactus. I feel, like, I feel like Disney could do a proper Fantastic Four oh, God, so really good. well. I, I want a Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret Wars. Oh, nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, That's I'm what gonna... I've been saying from the beginning. Yeah, I think you have to build to that a little First bit. First podcast. But still. Said it. Yeah, you did. And and it would be fantastic. Yeah, for us. Give me. Uh, okay, a couple more quick things. Uh, Edward Norton at the Bruce Willis Roast, of all places, kind of blows up at Marvel. Uh, essentially saying that The Incredible Hulk was not a good movie. Well, we didn't think it was a great movie. Mm. But he w- tried to push back on the script because he wanted to make a Marvel movie at least as good as the worst Christopher Nolan Batman movie. And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's it's kind of tough. Obviously, Mark Ruffalo is handling your responsibilities now, so it doesn't matter. But Yeah. Uh, you never know. I understand. It's a roast, so things are obviously said in jest, but he seemed a little bitter. There's always uh, there's always truth and humor. A little bit. Uh, and like hot off the presses here, Daredevil Season 3 is coming this year. Holy shit, Ooh. what? Yes. Coming this it's year. It's going to be like end of December, though. Back half of 2018. Like, think about, like, all right, so we had... Jessica Jones earlier this year. Yeah. Luke Cage earlier this year. All four in one year. Yeah. Holy shit. We're getting everything. It's fantastic. Wait, it was Defenders in 2018? No, that was last year. Last year. Oh, okay. That was like last August. Okay. So we get everything this year. Holy shit, that was a year ago. Which is crazy because we get Iron Fist in a matter of weeks. So then we get Daredevil season three and uh, like it's said that they are returning it to its season one roots. Which is a... I think it's a great thing. Yeah, it's the season thing. one was fantastic. Yeah, that hallway fight. So I wonder if that. Oh, it's still salivating. I wonder a if bit. that means they're going to bring um, Kingpin back for a major role. He in is. addition to Bullseye. 
he I, I know he is he is in it. I think uh, one of the previous news segments I reported that Vincent D'Onofrio finished filming his scenes for season three. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it was a major role, though. Well, we'll find out. Apparently, in a couple months. Because last time we saw him, he's still in jail, right? Yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Exactly. I mean, yeah, he's not dead. Still. So exactly, and we'll it's Kingpin. That. He can get out of jail easily enough. But uh, and a couple of quick video game notes. Uh, one Lego DC Super Villains lets you create your own villain. Interesting, kind of fun. Those Lego games are actually. Oh, I think I actually did see something about that. Yeah, far more fun than uh, people probably give credit for. They are a lot more. Like I don't know if I've ever properly sat down and played one, but like they are a lot of fun. Lego Marvel Superheroes is fantastic. Like I bought it for my godson, and then I bought it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I played it with him for like ten minutes, and I was like. Fuck! I should have bought this game. I think I bought the game. I think we need to have a a play session one day where we just get a Lego game. Yeah, let's do it. Lego DC game. I'll gladly do it. it. Super fun. And uh, finally, Spider Man: The Game has gone gold. Yes, which is exciting. We'll see that in about a month. Oh, that's news. You'll be hearing way too much about it in about a month. Oh God, I can't wait. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so we're finished with the news. Moving on to our next big topic of the night. Oh San Diego Comic-Con trailer. Uh, Two words. Well, it's not just San Diego Comic-Con. We were gifted with... No, I said trailers. Trailer. I know. It's not just San Diego Comic-Con. There were a ton of trailers. The Venom one came out more recently. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con. That was within like the last week or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. The, the majority. I'll allow it. Let's call this trailer segment. Yeah, that's true. That's good. I think this is probably the most trailers we've ever had. Yes. At one time. Yes. So let's get started with Venom. Oh, yeah. That Venom trailer is is awesome. It's super dark. Dark and comedic. Yeah, at times. Okay, uh, you, you have to have like a certain level of understanding that, you know... Like, you have to take what he says with like a grain of salt. Like he, you know, he's just like totally fucked up in the head. Oh yeah, uh, I also love that it's Tom Hardy doing Venom's voice. Yes, yes. which well. I did not know that. Yeah, so it's it's perfect. It's like everything I would have hoped for for that for yep. that character. Things are looking up. Hopefully, uh, sometimes the the wide shots. Like I'm not really. What about the wide shots? I just don't like that. Like. The white isn't more prevalent. Like it's it's just like we said earlier, veins, and that's just like I, I would I would prefer big thicker streaks. Hmm. You know, like I know we're not gonna get the spider symbol. Okay, I got it. But 
I would just prefer some kind of contrast because like that's it's such an iconic look. Like you gotta figure something. I have to hand it to Sony though. They're going they're not going the tomato route with putting the spider symbol straight on there. Yeah. Okay. Points right off the bat for that. Because we you know we really thought they were going to do that and that would have severely detracted oh, yeah. from the credibility of the movie um for a lot of fans. Um so the fact that they're not doing that, excellent. Um I will really say that I'm giving them a lot of credit for making their own choice to just give the veins all throughout instead of doing larger streaks like you're suggesting because that would have I think that would have been too reminiscent of a spider symbol and be like, oh, they're just trying to do this because they technically can't do a Spider-Man thing. But I mean, like, you know? like I probably would have preferred to see, like, like Rorschach's mask from Watchmen, but that just, like, have really the well whites done. kind of just moving throughout. Like, I still wanted the costume to, I wanted the symbiote to move more, and it doesn't a lot. I mean, we get a lot of tendrils, which is great. CGI actually looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. Which has me pretty excited. Yeah. Um, but like, I still I wanted. Who knows? Though, because it, the yeah. wide shots that we get are very sparse. Yeah. You know, maybe there will be stuff where it's like, uh, like a mid shot. You know, and we'll see like the shit moving around more. And I guess the other problem that I have. Is that like in the one wide shot where he's holding the guy up, but like by his chest or yeah. whatever, which admittedly looks a little badass, but he kind of looks like a Rob Leefield uh, drawing. Mm, and, no ankles. Uh, <laughs> no, like his feet look like they just like and his body's just disproportionate. And I understand it, but at times, like the logical portion of my brain's like, this isn't right. Right. But the comic book portion of my brain's like, ah, just shut up and take it. They're yeah. actually making venom. Well, we'll, right. f- we'll find out in two months. It'll be a symbiote. But overall... Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, finally oh, got that right. Yeah, they did get it right. I'm thankful for that. Okay. It's overall, <laughs> faith in the movie. Yes, yes, no. Yes, absolutely. Yes, no. For now, yes. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. I'll take it. Aquaman. That trailer was badass looking to it me. It was badass. Uh, I think... All right. So Wonder Woman set a tone for changing the fortunes of the of of worlds of DC. I'm going to use mm, it now. Okay. Uh Aquaman seems to further that endeavor. The one thing I I really hope they don't do and I only saw really like one or two cut scenes um in the trailer of this it's like a young Aquaman like in training like <sighs> stopping the trident right before his face. You know, it's, it's like, an origin come on, story. Like come you're going to get pieces of that that's fine i don't want it to be like half the movie that that's a problem to me yeah but so that's what i'm not hoping for and if they if they do little things that's okay like you said it is an origin story i just don't don't want to be half of it the compliment i will give to dc on this movie in particular that i just gave to sony which is this is weird for me so fucking mark this on the podcast like write it down in your little notebook that you no, listen to. DC doesn't fuck up. <laughs> DC did a good job with the CGI from what I saw. Yeah, it looks decent. You know, like, you know like it was made this decade. You know, it's funny. So someone someone's bitching about the CGI from the trailer. Uh, like, oh yeah, like that Atlantis looks like so much CGI, and someone's like, yeah, 
just like uh you know they were on asgard <laughs> in the marvel universe and they were really in space in guardians of the galaxy <laughs> yeah that that was real really uh that looked real to me as well. No, like, don't you know that DC actually went and found the sunken city of Atlantis? I did and not know that. The yeah, there? exactly. They found actual Atlanteans? Yeah. But I agree. Um, graph, CGI looks great. It does. My concern for the movie is that there might be too much in it. Like, they might be just cramming a whole bunch of stuff. So you have Aquaman, you have Arthur's story at the center of it. Mm-hmm. You have him growing up. You have him you know, going to Atlantis, but you also have Mira's story and you have Black Manta's story and you have Ocean Master's story. And I'm just, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't trust them to put a cohesive story together that makes sense and is enjoyable. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. So at the end of this faith in the movie, (sighs) like sliding scale one to 10, it's like a five and a half. Okay. Like it looks good, but we'll see. All right, Jesse. Given my given their track record and my disinterest in the character, I'm gonna go with no. I'm willing wow. to let them prove me wrong, but I, I don't have a lot of faith. Okay. So wait, you don't like you don't like Aquaman like at all? Not really, no. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a four out of ten. Okay. Makes right. sense. So moving on. Uh, Shazam. Shazam. So, so cool thing for Restoring us is restoring faith in DC. So cool thing for us is it looks like it's shot in Philadelphia. It's not shot in Philadelphia. They use a lot of Philadelphia wide shots. It's set here. Um, so you get to see young Billy Batson moving through the uh, the orphanage system. Yeah. I don't know. Foster care. Foster care. That's the word. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say SEPTA. No. Go. Oh, God. SEPTA. I mean, aren't they basically the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. I th- Just displacing I think, kids and families. I, th- I think foster care may actually be more efficient. <laughs> That's a little Philadelphia joke for you kids. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he he does some nice things, especially for the foster kid that, he's, that he lives with, uh, and then becomes Shazam. Uh, and we get Zachary Levi in that in that oh my full God. <laughs> in that full get up. First of all, boy's jacked. He looks huge, like he like he put in a lot of work in the weight room, which is awesome because you know the look is is a big part of it. It's a muscle suit. Your your mom's a muscle suit. That's mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't even know why I'd say that about your mom. Your mom's a wonderful person. Uh, I think like he was like the best person to pick for it though, because like he really embodies that like man child sort of mentality. That yeah. was the next thing I was gonna say. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think they couldn't have cast that better if they tried. Like Wonder Woman, they, they nailed. Oh yeah. And and Shazam, they nailed. Like at least yep, yep, yeah. I hear it now. I hear it now. Equality. <laughs> Quality. Hashtag, no, hashtag no, quality. No, nothing wrong with that. Oh, uh, yeah, so they, they, they did a great job with the casting of Shazam. No shame. Um I I really enjoyed the trailer. Uh it was it was fun. Um you really got a sense of what the character's going to be like with both both versions of Billy Batson, you know? Yeah. So um they they did say at San Diego Comic Con there will be no Superman cameo. Which kind okay. of sucks. Whatever. Again, again, more standalone. Yeah. Less connected. Good. Which is a shame. Even though there are some some 
notable Easter eggs in, in the movie. There was an a Aquaman bat- shirt. There's an Aquaman shirt, a Batarang, a uh, Superman and in a newspaper. newspaper. Yeah, there was a Superman newspaper with um, a bullet um, in a plastic bag, like yeah, you yeah. know, from like a you know evidence or something. Yeah, um, I thought it was it was really cool how they displayed his powers and like they they basically treat it like a teenager preteen like the entire time and it's just yeah but there was like that one scene where it kind of looked like he was like in a christmas tree lot or something like that where you like you see him like confidently walking just saying like shazam and transforming and yeah like it looked like he knew what the hell he was doing and i'm you, excited to see that kind of stuff too you know what it looks like the villain is going to be the same guy from the uh first sherlock holmes movie if you guys have ever seen that um, uh, yes, 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 yes. With w- the one with Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm interested to see who the villain is going to be, uh, you know, how he's going to be a threat to Shazam, but, uh, I'm almost a little disappointed. It's not black Adam because they're, are they're you? well, they're doing his yeah, standalone movie still, right? I guess. Last we heard. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, so the, I, like, the I, Rock I, is basically box office gold. Regardless. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was talking with my friend about this at one point, and I think it's actually a little more interesting to see them develop on their own and then eventually start to like intertwine with each other. But I not think, if you're doing all standalones. But I think I feel like they can make an exception for this one because like Shazam and Black Adam do. There is no Shazam and without Black Adam. And yeah. Black Adam without Shazam. You know. Like yeah. They they they, they, they complement each other. They coexist. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's weird. I'm I'm hoping it works out, but we'll see. Right. All right. So you want to see Shazam? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for me as well. All the way around. All right. So let's hop into some TV. Uh, so that Arrow season seven trailer. Okay. Um, First of all, how'd you like how uh, season six ended? I enjoyed it because it shook up the status quo. You can see our review up there on uh, the twistedcape.com uh, and see. Basically, a recap and our general thoughts. Uh, spoilers, just in case you didn't know. Uh, Ollie's outed as a Green Arrow, goes to prison. Right. Uh, and this is basically the fallout of all of that. Jesse, how'd you like the end of season six? It's all right. I mean, yeah, it was uh, fine. Same way. Um, I thought the, en- the ending of the season was great. Uh, the season in general... Not so much. Yeah, I think that was one of the things I said in the review is that it's just it's frustrating because you see moments of potential and then they're just never realized. Squandered. Which is which is tough. Yeah. Um so, all right. Uh going into season seven though, how'd you like the trailer? I like the trailer a lot because you see the start of the long awaited goatee. Yes. Which has been teased and teased. And Stephen Mel himself was like, "If this, if we go six seasons, I'll do the goatee." Obviously, they went six seasons, and he didn't do the goatee. So now he's he's one hundred percent doing it, which yeah. is awesome. Look pretty good. Uh, it, it's it's interesting to see where the characters are, um, in in the beginning of of what looks to be this season. I know they are introducing the longbow hunters, which uh, is wild. I I hope they do it justice. Um, just spend like if, if, if arrow, arrow writers if you're listening which i know you're not uh spend more time with villains like spend like find not stokes time not stokes definitely not stokes yeah uh not you, that amount of time no no but think daredevil season one with kingpin yeah like there's enough time but not too much 
Like, I think that's that's the balance you need to find. Yep. It's, it's hard with 23 episodes or whatever the hell it is, but find it, please. Okay. Hopes for Season of Arrow. Um, less diluted, or I'm sorry, not diluted, uh, less chaos with all of the characters. Are you hoping for more focus on one character than another? Uh, Ollie? <laughs> I know that sounds weird and stupid, but... It doesn't sound stupid. I, th- yeah. I think it's Ollie... It's show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think Ollie is too central, um, and figuring out how you get him out of prison and move his character forward and push him in new directions while not ignoring the continuity that he already has is important. So it's definitely Ollie for me. Hopes. So they're, for lack of a better term, their B team that they had in season six Meh. with uh, like um, Black- Wild Dog and yeah, yeah. Black Canary. If we could maybe like pull a little bit of focus off of them because they really aren't the most interesting. Mr. Terrific is fine, but the other two are... See, eh. here's my problem with Mr. Terrific. He's kind of a bitch. He's yeah, kind of he a is. little bitch. He is. And in the he comics... Just, he goes with the... In the comics, he's he's smart and he's confident. He's kind of a dick, but it's, it's justified. He's the third smartest person in the world, and it's just like, uh, you guys are kind of you know, pushing my man down here a little bit. Yeah, yeah I mean... He of the B team, he's the best one. Yeah, I but agree. I, I feel like they put a little too much focus on them on the sixth season. So yes, I agree. Yep. Uh, my hope for this season is really delving into the psyche of Oliver and how he's dealing with everything that's going down. Uh, he just got a family. He lost a family. Uh, he's yeah. now in prison. Has to live that kind of life. Not just in prison. He was mayor. He was impeached. Then he was just a dude. And then he got tossed in prison. Yeah. That's 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 a fall from grace. So I want to see how he um, recovers from that. I want to see less of the B team. But also, I want to see how the B team really uh, brings everything together with him gone. I want to see the reaction and and how they kind of recover from everything. I just want them to be one team again, so that yeah. way, like because then it's more fluid, and you have the opportunity to work people into the narrative easier. Yep. Instead of like divide and conquer, which clearly didn't work. Correct. All right. So moving on to Flash. 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 Uh, man, there are some uh, there's some cool ass moments. Uh, I mean, they're getting back to the lighter tone, which it, which is perfect. That's what that character's supposed to be. It really shouldn't be mired in drama and in him being super emo Barry, which isn't really all that fun. Yeah. But, I mean, he should still have power, problems and be able to address those problems. Um, so, you know, he gets his daughter from the future. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm excited but hesitant about that because I feel like time travel stuff they can really fuck up real easily so i believe it's a fixed timeline based off of the stuff that we had to deal with with savitar like if, if you pay attention to how the events unfolded how they hinted at things it seemed like it was a fixed timeline because no matter what he did things happened the exact way they were supposed to happen but wasn't there that one episode in that season where barry went to the future and saw the things were like really fucked up and stuff didn't he fix alternate, that? Alternate timeline. Alternate timeline, okay. So, uh, like, as as he moved forward, I think, I don't, I, I just think that the way things played out, he went to, he thought he was going to the future, but went to the future of an alternate timeline. Okay. 
because you know speedsters and fucking timelines like crazy <laughs> like rabbits yeah <laughs> unbelievable yeah uh i think it looks very interesting uh i really hope they don't muddle the entire season up just because they felt like throwing in barry and iris's daughter uh, which I feel like you could introduce his character and then literally spend an entire season uh, fixing because you realize that, oh, shit, we did this thing last season and now, you know, we're writing <laughs> halfway through the season and this is not going to, this is not going the way we wanted it to go. You know, I, I hope they don't run into that problem and then do some like cheap, you know, cop outs to to get out of whatever situation they put themselves in. Yeah, that's what I hope they don't do. However, I do see potential for a great season, bringing back the not bringing back, but introducing the Flash Ring. Yeah, love you it. You know, uh, so I think that's going to be just awesome to see. Uh, I think we're really getting into the character that we all know and love. Yeah, for the Flash. Um, it's just those little elements, you know? So I think it's going to be great. I have a lot of faith for the season. Didn't necessarily like the last season. Um, so I hope this one redeems. See, I did like parts of the last season. Um, I felt like not having a speedster villain was the best. Yeah. Because because I'm tired of him being being like, I'm Barry Allen. I'm the fastest man alive, except for this dude, and then also this dude, and then also this dude. Oh, also Kid Flash. Like yeah. you're like you're like. Mm, are you really the fastest? You, then are you the fastest? I mean, you shouldn't claim that you're the fastest. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm curious about who that villain is in the end of the trailer, though. Yeah. Um, because uh, it wasn't really recognizable. I mean, I thought it was Darth Vader at first when, it, when he walked <laughs> in the room, right? Because of his breathing problem. I probably shouldn't make fun of the guy for for having the breathing problem, but. Dude's got respiratory issues. Look, just don't James gun me, you guys. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to get clipped out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Faith, hopeful. Yes. Hopeful for the season. Think it'll be good. Jesse, I mean, as I sit in a flash shirt, I'd have to say yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Now, I know this is one that you guys aren't super into, um, but uh, the trailer looked. It recaps some fun stuff from the last season, and it looks to introduce more magic, which I think is the show that should have magic involved in it. Unlike Arrow, a few seasons back, it just yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So this this one seems to get a little bit more ridiculous, a little more fun. Uh, it's swashbuckly and ridiculous, campy a little bit, and it's but but it's fun, and the, sh- the show has heart and charm. Yeah, because the other CW shows are not campy, <laughs> not no. not, not like to this. this degree, <laughs> not like this. Like, I mean, hell, you have scenes the, here where the giant walking, talking stuffed animal. They run into freaking Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock. Yeah, I mean. like, it just like time travel on this show is like has moments of, of seriousness and weight, but for the most part, it's fun. It's a fun show. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where they go moving forward. Cool. It's especially, I mean, Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they did Barack Obama in the last one. They did like, uh, like, like they've done a whole bunch of, like Grodd facing down with Barack Obama. It was hilarious. <laughs> it like should make no fucking sense, but it was perfect. Hmm. It's perfect. Okay. Well, I hope it'll be fun. Uh, hopeful. Hopeful. I have to go back and like catch up with the series, but maybe. You know what? I have to catch up with the series as well. 
But for the fans that have been keeping up with it, I hope it is great for you, and I hope it's great when I get up to it. All right, so Supergirl. Uh, I actually just finished the last season in the last week or so, so I should get a get a review up for that soon. Um, looks interesting. Um, like we said earlier in the news, it will feature more Ma- Martian Manhunter, which is always a good thing. That that character for some re- for me is almost better than actual Supergirl. Supergirl in the show. I mean, don't get me wrong; she's great. Uh, she she embodies the character perfectly, but I think they write Martian Manhunter better than they write Supergirl, which is a problem for me. Have you noticed um, the gender of writers that have been on the show? I've not. As n- as the person who's watched the majority of that namely show. Namely because us. I don't care about the... Like, I care about the writing being good. I don't care about whether or not you're, you're slinging meat in between them legs. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> just curious because if you're, if you're saying that Martian Manhunter has almost taken over as a better character for you... I'm curious as to the gender of the writers, because there, there hat, there is a bias. Like men, so as show, a man, I don't know how to write for a woman. That's true, but that show has been I'm also not a writer. Like, like, so this is one of the points I'll probably make in the review. That show's traditionally been very girl power, yeah, and so on and so forth, which is perfect. I actually really enjoy that aspect of the show, yeah. but. Like, as far as actual character development, I mean, I think they do a better job with Martian Manhunter than I can they see do that. Kara, yeah. Okay. Which is a shame because Car is so good. The actress they have playing her, like, like seriously, in and out of the show, like, embodies who, who Kara is. So, uh, yeah. Like I weird. said, most Midnoise makes me moist. So, <laughs> that's, that's good. I don't know that I've ever heard you say that before, but that's, uh, I wanted a t shirt. I've, I've heard, I've heard myself say that a bunch. Okay, it's my catchphrase. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I say it every podcast. Mm. 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 You remember all those times where I said that? No. Nope, definitely not. No, definitely not. I don't uh, think I was that drunk. The uh, <laughs> the interesting thing is, no. I know they were talking about adapting uh, the Red Sun storyline for Supergirl, uh, which is really exciting, and they alluded to that at the end of the last season. So. We'll see where it goes from there. So Great. All right. Hopeful. Yes, I actually am. Eh, sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, still need to catch up to it, just like the Legends. Uh, very hopeful. Um, then we got into some Young Justice Season 3. Young Justice. All right. I'll, I'll be upfront and honest. I don't think I've actually watched it. <gasps> any of it. Blasphemy! You've never watched any Young Justice. I think I've seen like an episode or two. I was about Dude. It. Dude. Dude, Out, outside of BTAS, one it's probably the best animated DC series, mm. uh, and that's what I've heard. I just mm-hmm. I just never got around to it. Yeah, you should watch it. Like wow. I don't. Funny thing is, outside of the DC streaming service, I don't think there will there is currently a place you can go to watch. No, it, right, it was on Netflix, Netflix for a while. If if you can if you can get your hands on the first season, I have the second season on Blu-ray. I'll lend it to you. It's phenomenal. Uh, yes, <laughs> like probably. Yeah, like top top five, top five, hands down, all time. Top I think five. I think like the second animated thing to make me ever tear up ever. Oh my god, absolutely. So not, probably not second <laughs> for me, but it's high. was it like the twentieth. No, not that high. Oh, not that high. 
Transformers, very first Transformers movie from like the '80s. <laughs> yeah, Optimus Prime bites it. I, I still get. I still stop. <clears throat> stop talking about it. Uh, it's really good though. Uh, Young Justice is fantastic. Characterizations are perfect. The way the characters develop between season one and season two is time jump, and then it looks to be the same with season two and three. Yeah, and the characters are introducing. I'm I'm thrilled to death. Also, the voice direction. Yes, um, with a lot of the DC animated films. I have a huge problem with the voice direction. Um, it's like they're catering to trying to be corny with it, where it's like, no, can treat this as a movie, yeah, and and be be like that, you know. Don't play into the fact that this is an animated feature. Yeah, like you respect know? the source material, respect the storyline. Yeah. So uh, I really hope they they play into that um, oh actually there there was a story that i saw that said that this season will probably be more adult in nature than any season before well that oh, either any of the two seasons before <laughs> you know what? But, it make it makes sense because not only have the characters aged but i feel like the audience absolutely. that that has followed this show has also aged with it because prime example right here yeah you know it was on cartoon network for a few years and then they just completely cut it out because it wasn't selling enough toys. Uh, Which is always the problem. Essentially. So, you know, you had that audience right there and you had them in the palm of your hands and then you just let it go. And then throughout all those years, everyone who watched it at that age, who was probably like, I don't know, 13 or 14, a little, maybe a little bit older, probably from like the 13 to 20 range, at that at that point, <laughs> so much older. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just saying, uh, yeah. So at this point, we've aged. The characters have aged. So I think it makes sense to go with a more adult theme for this, especially if they're just putting it on the streaming service. Yep. Where you can say "fuck Batman." Ten year olds aren't going to be paying for this subscription. Hold on, that thought. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, you never know, because I mean, no matter what, you're, you're like. You know, some parents are irresponsible. Not me. I'm True, a, my parents bought me Red versus Blue for my 13th birthday. Oh, but that's so funny. It is really funny. Sounds funny. So, Damn it, Griff! All right, all so right. Uh, hopeful for Young Justice. Oh, 100%. If, if, if I could go over 100, I, I absolutely would. Jesse, I would ask if you're hopeful sure. for it. Nah, just shut your, <laughs> shut your beautiful mouth. Uneducated swine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a what? Dr. Doom moment right there for the night. <laughs> Um, um, okay, so besides Young Justice, uh, finally we gotta get to that Titans trailer, uh, which also dropped like the day after, or was it the day of our last something podcast? Like, like that. We, yeah. Like we watched it for like a brief second. We're just like, uh, okay, we can't we can't talk about this right now. Yeah, we did touch on that last podcast. Yeah. So <sighs> I haven't changed my opinion about it. Um, my my one buddy described it as a, a college humor video. Um, yeah. <laughs> With a little bit better graphics, CGI. A little bit better production quality. Uh, so here, here's my thing, right? So What's all, your thing? It's it's dark and gritty. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't resist. You, you asked the question. Uh, so the trailer's like obviously that dark and gritty style, but like – it's almost like confusing about the message that they're sending. Like, how old is Dick Grayson here? Do they want to fuck Batman? Uh, who doesn't want to fuck Batman? He's always prepared. That's true. 
the bat condoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's got a pouch in his utility belt for that. Like, don't even front. Uh, bat condoms, bat douches, everything. Yeah, he's, he's ready to go at all points in time. Just clean that shit right out. That's right. Uh, so, like, we don't know how, how old Dick is. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, did that. Did you just call him Richard. Nope, it's always Dick. <laughs> We're all over twenty-five here. Yep. So we Barely. don't know how old Dick is, Barely. despite the fact that he's working in if you're interested a police a a police um, precinct office. Yeah, that thing precinct precinct police. Everything brought feels me weird. here to you, Dick. And then he's like talking to Raven, who seems like a little kid, which. Like, I think that casting might be wrong. Like, if you wanted it to be Teen Titans, you go all teenagers. You, like, you brighten up the tone, you make it all teenagers. If you want to make it Titans, you make them all adults. Because that's source material, yeah. right? But, like, the age ranges here are wild. Um, So just, I don't and know. Just, I'm confused about what they're doing. Character design. I don't, I don't know what I, you're doing. I, yeah. I'm not thrilled about some of the character design um starfire in particular so there's there's some weirdness there right yeah so online she, like the actress playing her actually disabled her instagram comments because people were like being horrendously racist towards her right and you said that last podcast and it's that's just absolutely absurd like i've like saw some of the stuff and i was like that breaks my heart man she's just like being an actress she can't help the way that they design the character yeah like that's yeah, and also I I don't know what the hell they're thinking doing what they did though with the character. Yeah, like making her glow orange. Yeah, I, I think it, making honestly if they just like get rid of the hair glow, I think it would be a lot better. Yeah, I can I think that'd be glowing, a lot more tolerable. Glowing green eyes, sure. Yeah, I love that. That looks glowing good. hair. What the fuck is that? They just made that shit up. Like. Uh, I don't know. I have, I have no idea what they're doing there. Yeah, I, I'm so confused beyond confused with that character. So we see a little bit of Beast Boy. The thing I like there is it is like his classic red and white costume. Yeah. Which is great, but like that's where you need to spend the money on CGI. I like the purple and black better. To me, I could see that. It makes sense if you love Teen Titans Go like a bitch. Uh <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sam's face right now is perfect. <laughs> Teen Titans, go! So, yeah. I actually really love the, the red and white. I think it looks good. But, um, like, you really need to spend the money there. Like, this kid can morph into so many different animals. He's an animorph. Yeah. <laughs> uh, A little but, more useful than an animorph. But you, you need to make that look good. So... Uh, you didn't even tip your hand a little bit. You show him diving off a building and running a close up of his face, but That's like none it. of the stuff that we need to see. Um, and I mean, you see Hawk and Dove, which interesting decision to have them in there. Those costumes look. Cool, I was really surprised. Um, and like seeing the episode titles, like you know, there's Jason Todd in there. So how uh, is he going to be Red Hood in this? Yeah. Um, like there, there's a lot of actual good DC lore based off of the titles, but I almost feel like they'll have Jason Todd as the current Robin though, because you see, um, Grayson with the Robin batarang. Yeah, but he, no, he's Robin. 
Is he actual? He's, he's I thought so. Robin. That's what I got from he it. He should be Nightwing because to me that makes the most sense. And that's what I thought they were going to do with the with the series, but apparently not. We'll see. I mean, I, I hope he like maybe starts as Robin and then becomes Nightwing because that would be better. In season two? In se- no, in season one. Yeah, no. Like the like back right end of the season bat. one. Like, like uh, have, they're not going to do that. No, they, news no they're not. I'm saying it would be good. I'm saying what they should do. Not what they actually did. Gotcha. All right. Well, all right. Here's the thing. Would you like to be proven wrong with this season? See, I'm cautiously optimistic, so I don't want to be proven wrong because <laughs> then that means that they fucked up again. No, no. From the trailer, would you like to be proven wrong? About what I thought about the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course I want to be proven wrong. Jesse? So I'm cautiously pessimistic about the soul. <laughs> So like I I have the room in my heart for it to prove me wrong, but I'm wholeheartedly prepared for it to not. Okay. Um and I'm exactly with Jesse. Um do you think that they should have by they, do you think DC should have put Titans on blast having them as the focus of people trying to sign up for DC streaming service, Mike? So I think so if you had given more quality footage up front, less fuck Batman. Given the trailer that we got, no, they should not have made them the focus. Do you think they should have made Young Justice the focus? I would say yes to that, except I know we're not getting that till like mid, late next year. I feel like Young Justice does have a dedicated fan base already, so it would have been smart to do that. But at the same time, I don't know if that would have enticed a lot of people, new people, to really look into the service. Do you think that because of... So they just had the uh, Teen Titans movie in theaters, the the shit version of it. Um, Now it is confirmed that they're bringing back the old style of the Teen Titans show. But only if this movie does well. No. But they've confirmed that it's coming back. They, they did say that? Yes. Okay. So it's confirmed that it's coming back. Do you think that... I'm fairly convinced that they knew that they are going to do this regardless. Do you think that they should have staked their DC streaming service um, success focusing on the animated stuff because that's typically where they seem to succeed? <sighs> So, no, I think you have to take a certain amount of risk. And that's what the live action stuff does. Because if you're thinking about all of the, like, the animated stuff they've put out to date, it's been, it's been average to great. Not subpar to, okay, I suppose, which is what their live action stuff is. But you need to take that risk on a premium service that people are paying you know, $8 a month to $75 a year for. So you, you need to, you really need to, to gamble and try and put out something that spreads really good, positive word of mouth, as opposed to just, Oh, I just watched more cartoons, which is cool, but I kind of crave something a little different. Okay. I have to disagree with that one. Um, I feel like, you need to have something that people can trust to bring them in and then start taking the risks. You need something to anchor them in first. And I'm, I'm willing to side with, so I, I, I know exactly where Mike's coming from. 
Jesse, I'm willing to side with you a little bit more. Um, and I think that they really, what they should have done is, A, given us more details about what their streaming service is going to be like. Um, <laughs> no one's been asking that over and over and over oh, again. Oh, no, no All one. All the time. Yeah. All I've the been... time. Every time they make a post, no one's posted 35,000 questions. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Every, every post DC makes about their streaming service, I, I have literally uh, copied uh, comments in a notes app on my phone that I just copy and paste into every single post that they do uh, because I want answers. First of all, they're not streaming on consoles. How many, how many, uh, you know, audience members do you think solely stream off of consoles? That's me. Uh, that's all three of us. I'm not going to go out and buy an adapter for my phone to go and sh- stream on my computer or, you know, get an adapter for my computer to go into my TV, buy a Google Chromecast. I'm not going to do that shit. I shouldn't have to. No other streaming service requires you to. So I think they should, you know, make that available and give us more details about the release date. Um, put more things on the streaming service. So that all, so, that, all that, and then also I think that they should really go with something that people rely on when it comes to DC um, content, which is animated. People have come to know that as their strong suit. They should anchor their streaming service in that, and they did not do that. So I think it's a mistake. But, you know, so I'm willing to be there. proven wrong. So, yes, to your point, they are putting a lot of animated and live-action stuff on there, which will draw in people. Yes. If you're a fan of old Superman, they're putting it on there. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of Batman the Animated Series, they're putting that on there. So you have tons of content, which is safe, but the new stuff, I think, is what needs to be be the risk. To your point... To putting all those questions up, and I know I make funny a little bit for it, but <laughs> I've gone through the comments, and there's tons of people asking the exact same thing. Like every time somebody, they, like somebody from that company, puts something up, somebody's like, "When's it coming out? Oh, what content? Like what additional content? What's your content plan?" Like video game developers right now, they tell you, "Okay, we're doing this expansion here, this expansion here," so that you know it will be supported throughout the lifespan of the game. Yeah. Why not do that with the streaming service as well? Get out in front of it because your fans are dedicated. Clearly sitting in this room, like we all have questions. We need answers. Why haven't you provided it? And and we think this service is coming soon. We need all that information. Why, yeah. why, why, why are you fucking up? I don't know. Uh, so really wish they would tell us literally anything. Things, thing, basic things that we should know. But okay, so before we end... Uh, what is the the thing you are most excited about? Um, it could be trailer, something from San Diego Comic Con, um, anything from the news. What are you most excited about from all the shit that we talked about tonight? Honestly, it's it's the merger for me. Yeah, uh, there was actually a story that I saw. Uh, Rob Leefield, who I ripped mercilessly earlier, uh, actually had Stanley over. It was over at Stanley's house. And told him about the merger and the X Men uh, and Fantastic Four were coming home, and Stan Lee smiled and had a twinkle in his eye, and was just the happiest guy on the face of the planet about that. He was he was just thrilled that it came home. He said Rob Liefeld said that he was almost moved to tears. Uh, that was probably my favorite thing. Damn, 
Okay. Awesome. The merger's going to be great, but I really want to see this Batman Hush movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I really want to see this. Okay. Um, I think for me personally, all right, so you sons of bitches, I, 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 I give you guys uh, the first dibs on what you're excited about, <laughs> and I have to pick up from the scraps. And uh, the Titans, scra- Titans, definitely, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I honestly think even more than Hush because that is my favorite Batman graphic novel and I'm extremely excited at the possibility of Secret Wars Secret Wars uh, from the merger. Um, I gotta say, man, from the second Venom trailer, oh. It does seem like it will be good. Oh my God. I, it's Look, we had feelings after that first one. Yeah. Like, not good ones. And then we saw this and we were like, okay. We're good. Yep. Symbiote. So I'm extremely excited for that. Um, Jesus, I'm extremely excited about both things you guys have talked about. My God. Um, Okay. Uh, I guess now is as good a place as any. Do you guys have anything else for the night? No, I'm good. I think we're good. Yeah? Okay. Um, Well, be sure to check out our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. uh, Our website. Yes. Our website, of course. Uh, Yeah. So... Everybody, thank you for listening. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Everybody, stay twisted. <laughs>